Hello everyone, welcome to The Snack. Today is going to be a little bit different. We've got good news and bad news, but I'm here with my co-host Mon, who's going to say one little single sad hi. Hey. Oh, that was nice for <laughs> I was going to do like a demon voice and be like, do you want the good news or the bad news? Well, it's Honestly, please stop. It's it's a lot to hear. Mon has like pretty much lost her voice, the wee bub. And so she Sexy, cannot, right? Oh my Sexy. God. <laughs> So, so awful coming through the game. Honestly, when you have a voice as low as mine already, this is this is a reality so of that's it, guys. Something that would haunt your nightmares. This is my cross to bear. Yeah. So anyway, so she actually can't do a full ep today, as you can possibly hear and probably don't want in your ears. Um. So we've got good news and bad news. The bad news is that you don't have just forty minutes of me says just chatting about life and kind of just monologuing in a way that I'm sure that you desire. The good news is that we're going to rehash one of our old episodes again, which we heard nothing but. Slightly insultingly positive feedback about last time. Mon's laughing but in a closed mouth, breathing out her nose way so that she doesn't <laughs> stress out her little voice. Um, so we're going to uh, bring back one of our favourite episodes. Um, I think it's second favourite F word. All about food. You're not even sure of the title, are you? I know it's all about food and fucking. <laughs> So that'll be nice. Two great things. Yeah. So, oh my God, you've got to start. Stop talking now. Um, so anyway, so enjoy that. Love to hear what you think. We'll be back next week for our final episode of the season, which will be amazing and everything that you could ever wanted. And in fact, all the enthusiasm and gusto of two eps rolled into one. So you can look forward to that. This is quite nice, me talking solo. I, maybe this is a podcast in itself. All right. I can't even protest. <laughs> Mon, Mon, don't say anything if you think it should just be a single person podcast. Well, there you go. <laughs> the results speak for themselves. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll catch you next week. And I'm sure everyone's going to send their love and healing vibes to our friend Monica. Bye. Bye. That was me. That was me putting on a voice. <laughs> this is The Snack with your hosts, Mon Barton and Sarah Templeton, chatting all things dating, relationships, life, love, Sex brought to you by News Hub. Hi everyone, welcome to the snack. Hello, that's Mom that you're hearing there, and I'm Sears. And you've tuned into a goodie this week for episode six. Six. Episode six. 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 Oh, we shouldn't do that. That was. I hope you enjoyed that. They've all turned off now. <laughs> They've unsubscribed. We can say whatever we like. Thanks for that. Um, you've tuned into a goodie because we're going to talk about my second favourite F word. Food. Oh. <laughs> What's the first one? Feminism. Oh. <laughs> you do have that T-shirt that says the future is female. I do, and I wear it. Um, to sort of spread my feminist propaganda around the newsroom. Does and it, everyone loves it. They are lapping it up. Yeah. I have worn it on sort of walks before and, and up Mount Eden and people kind of give me like a weird second glance because they're reading it and then they're like, oh, she's quite... She's, she's, <laughs> she's got something to say quickly. <laughs> run in the other direction. Quick dash past her although she might attack us and start yelling in our face about the suffragettes. <laughs> but yeah, hope you're hungry. <laughs> Because we're talking food. My actually, stomach's rumbling already. It's actually where we've um, sort of left this topic for as long as we have. What with the name of our podcast? Yes, correct. We're called The Snack. It's the obvious choice. But I know. we had to uh, <laughs> psych ourselves up for it. We actually, um, 
we're not allowed to have snacks in here anymore because we're going to talk about that. Don't, don't me- talk about don't that. Mention don't the war. mention that. We left the studio in a bit of a mess once when we had some chips. Don't mention the chips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we do chips, you know, platters, food, dating. These are all my. F- I like to think of myself as a bit of a platter connoisseur. Yes, you do. And you yeah. never shut up about it. I know. It's honestly <laughs> Guys, fucking I, all you talk about. I bake a brie. <laughs> Break, she loves I to bake a brie. Um, but I think that when it comes to like love and relationships and dating, food is a pretty crucial element to well, it. Well, it's one of life's great pleasures, yes. isn't it? So it makes sense that wherever you are in your romantic endeavours, your food is going to play a part. Some say it is the greatest pleasure. <laughs> Some do. <laughs> Some say that there are other things that are pretty important as well. I'm a very passionate foodie. I don't know if anyone's picked up on that. Yes, we know. You're but the lifestyle very, editor I'm at News Hub. Very good. <laughs> yeah, and you can buy my food and beverage content. Okay. <laughs> the lifestyle section of News Hub. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But no, so I don't, we sort of um, got onto this. Well, we've had quite a few arguments about um, eating while on dates. Oh my God, this is my biggest, this has almost ruined our friendship. It this has. is my biggest thing. It's drawn a real divide between us. Mon does this thing when she goes on dates and she comes back and I go, oh, where'd you go? She's like, oh, I went to. Um, don't say a real place name, please. Uh, Don't <laughs> a local establishment, yes. a bar, yeah, a bar that used to be. No, no. <laughs> the reason so, sidebar listeners, the reason I'm getting her to not say that is because I go on dates or I have gone on dates to this place so many times <laughs> that the bartender there now gives me a knowing look when I sit down and when I go to the bar to get something, he'll be like, "Now tell me about this one. What this? What is this one like?" <laughs> it was weird when you went with your mum, eh? Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. He was like, "Oh, branching out. She's got a new type." <laughs> um, but you go and then you come back and you you say oh I just forgot to eat I never eat on a on a first date it. I really can't do it and the worst thing is that as a friend that's the first question you yeah. ask me <laughs> what were I the tapas like oh great what did you guys eat yeah. did you see bits to share what did we see no nothing I can't eat and in fact I've even done that awful thing of sort of like they've been hungry and they've eaten and I haven't I don't know what, what is it that? is. is that I th- it's anxiety, yeah. yeah. doesn't stop me necking 15 glasses of rosé, though, does it? <laughs> no, well, that does was... not get in the way of that. Yeah, can exactly. Confirm. That that stomach is open and ready for business. Yeah, that's my wine stomach, though. That's a different <laughs> yeah, one. A I can engage time. that one at any time. And even, like, if I'm seeing someone in a sort of, like, ongoing basis, like, it'll still, I can only eat little bit. I have to, like, work my way up to it. Like it's very By, annoying. like, the third or fourth date, I might be able to eat a full meal. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, my God. If you got taken for dinner on your first date, what would you do? Well, panic. (laughs) Panic. (laughs) Blind panic. No, and the thing is, I just want to, like preface this by saying like I eat like a horse like I love food it's not yeah, no, it's not that I'm like one of those girls that like doesn't really eat or like I'm what is a salad yeah I forgot to eat the yeah, whole day like that never happens to me but um, I don't know yeah I just panic my anxiety gets in the way on a second date recently I got taken to a really nice restaurant mm. and um, my two first options that I wanted to order went out like they didn't have oh, them Christ. and the panic really started to set in the there because didn't, didn't want to keep anybody waiting and the only other thing that I vaguely wanted she said oh now that's very spicy and we know, you know, about my tolerance for spice, which is mild butter chicken is too hot for me. And I went, oh, my God, you're the worst. Never mind, I'll go for it. And he went, don't, you shouldn't, don't do that just because. And I'll be fine. Just. Oh, my God, Mon, you know what you're like. I know, I profusely sweated throughout the entire thing. 
It was oh my gosh! Watering eyes, sneezing. It was oh. not hot. You'll do that on a second date, but when you and I go out, I have to order the mildest of miles, <laughs> <laughs> extra mayo on the side. Yeah. But talking about what you order in these scenarios, it's really interesting. This like idea of what like do's and don'ts of food on on date on dates, right? Yeah. So I had a look at this survey from foodandwine.com, um, <laughs> where they talked to seven thousand singles, and the obvious choices, the most popular things that people order on dates: steak, seafood. What, together? Well, obviously not. Just, okay. Oh, I suppose okay. you could have a surf and you turf. You surf and turf. You could, yes. That makes sense to me. I think that's a sensible option. I think... Because it's things that you can chop up into little bits. Yeah. And eat them neatly. And also, I think that I was reading this article and it sort of said that it gave you an opportunity to show that you've got sort of a, a good palate. Like, you're, you're, it's not wildly at either end of the spectrum, but you're obviously, like, fairly adventurous. And then, of course, there's, like, you can show off and order your steak, like... Rare or some. Don't shame me because I ordered my steak rare. It's not for You're attention. Like, I'll, I'll have it mooing if I can. <laughs> it's not for attention. That's you. I like it blue. It's, I do. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm just a guy's gal. What can I say? Oh God. Sorry, but I just got no time and no name and pay me over. And I'll have a large beer on the side. What about the vegan and vegetarians? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't account for them, did it? Oh. But just on the uh, on the subject of seafood, though. Oysters, aphrodisiac. Would you eat them on a first date? You're Uh, not going to slurp down an oyster on a first date, Yeah, maybe. To be honest, I don't think about... Anyone or anything except (laughs) my stomach. (laughs) I don't think about um, what's like neat or not neat to eat on a first date. Okay, well, this is interesting then because the never order section, people responded, ribs, buffalo wings, spaghetti. I'd go spaghetti on a first date. No, but yeah. what about with the twirling and the sauce goes yeah, everywhere? I'm a pro. And I just get it down my face. No, I do I've it. seen you eat. <laughs> it will go on your face and you will not notice. Yeah, it's true. How many of our like lunch dates do I spend just doing the little like gesture with my, you know, to the side At of your face? At least 80%. Yeah, sometimes I just get in there with a napkin myself. Yeah. Don't have time. No. Well, I, I just think that like, they need to know what they're signing up for. Do you reckon? It's yeah. false advertising otherwise yeah. to just nibble away. I have food on myself at some point Constantly. Throughout the day. Yeah, so yeah. they need to be prepared for that. If they've got an issue with that, we're not meant to be. Okay, I get that. So it's a slightly, it's a vetting process. Yeah. Don't tell me, though, that you'd tuck your napkin into your collar and hoe into a plate of ribs. We went for, Special K and I went for ramen on our, uh, maybe th- uh, third date. Mm. That's all right. Ramen's not that bad. It's quite. It can be quite bad. That's because you don't know about ramen because you hate ramen and you pretended to like it for a full month. <laughs> I did, no, longer, <laughs> like six months. Because I remember Carl said, um, oh, do you want to get ramen? And I was like, yes, yum. <laughs> hate it. Like, <laughs> so that's the same as me ordering the spicy food. Yeah, I guess it is. So, But why did it take you so long? And what happened when you admitted it? I, I think I said it... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'd said to, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. Yeah. I mean, so I've got something to tell you. And he said, um, okay. And I said, oh, I actually don't like ramen. And he was like, do you know what? I guess. Because <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't enthusiastic about it. Because you weren't hiding it that yeah. well. Because you're enthusiastic about all other food. But then he went to ramen with his flatmate and I was pretty good about Oh, that. no. That's classic. You're sulking now because you've been left out. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. But yeah, apparently millennial singles on dates, they're a bit more risque and they'll go for a sushi. They like sushi on a date. Okay. That's the, the fave food of choice. That's risky if you're drinking. Yeah, and also chopsticks. Like, oh, yeah. Difficult. Wasabi? I don't know. Lots yeah, of things lots of that could trip happening. you up. Um, and also, unsurprisingly, wine and cheese is a sexy order, yep. as are strawberries. What, just for dinner? 
What, you order a cheese platter? Well, drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. First, first date. I went on a first date once where we had just wine and cheese and I had my first blue cheese experience. Oh, my gosh. And I said to him, you should be honoured because this is a big step for me. That- and he went, uh, all right. Never not once have you fucking eaten blue cheese for me. I know. <laughs> gutted about and like it. everyone else in my life. Yeah. Like mum's like, I was trying to get you to eat blue cheese for decades. Uh, no. Does it for a man. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Um, but talking of sexy food, shall we um, shall we skip to the idea of uh, food in the boudoir? Oh my God, this is actually... I, I, I've never understood thing. this. No, neither. No. This is a point that we can agree on. For food- once. <laughs> Food in the bedroom is it's a crock of shit. Yeah. No one would enjoy that. Gets everywhere. So much labour involved. So tell me this then. If really nobody enjoys it, which I, you know, can totally see that, how that would be true, then why is it such a mainstay of, like, the chat around sex, you know? Like, whipped cream, strawberries is such a trope when I it comes like, to... I don't know, to try and feel sexy. Well, we were sort of thinking, is it, yeah, again, because it's sort of an indulgence and perhaps when you want to go into this hedonistic zone, then those things go together. Oh, my God, think of your sheets. Let's <laughs> put a drop sheet down. A tarpaulin. <laughs> Minor 10, pay a visit. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, I was thinking, is it, does it tap into, you know, the Romans used to, like, gorge themselves and then, like, have an orgy. <laughs> they knew how to party. Or a gorgy. Oh, oh. there she is. But like I, you know, so, I mean, food is good, sex is good. Yeah. Like obviously, and I can. But I think you can enjoy those two things separately. Yeah, but I, it makes more sense to me, you know, like a sort of wine or like champagne or something in the bedroom makes a bit of sense. You need to be hydrated anyway, yeah, don't exactly. you? Exactly. And and it kind of like gets you like a bit fizzed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if I'm eating sweets, then I feel a bit <laughs> sick afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You might get a bit bloated. Yeah. And not to mention the mess. The the one that like. I mean, I don't understand any of it, really, but the one that really gets me is this idea of chocolate massage sauce. No, get out. You know how, like, if get you go to out. a hen's night or something, like, they'll often get given something like that? Honestly, like, get it out. Just fuck and then eat a what it is. That's what... <laughs> I don't have time for it. And you know it's going to be shitty chocolate. Yeah, it's it will. It's going to taste like, like that, that, like gross Easter chocolate. Yeah, like old expired Easter chocolate. I've got no time for it. The consistency. Ugh. What about, not to mention, the inclusion of body hair? Yeah, exactly. That's going to get gross real fast. It's going to get all up in there. What, in your sweat. Oh, okay. I sweat. <laughs> you know, it's not as much as sweat. It's going to coagulate. Yeah. What I've really done this episode is managed to make myself sound so attractive. Like a slob. A Sweaty, chocolate covered, food covered. Like, I promise I'm like. As you said, let the listeners take you as you are. (laughs) You don't want to give any, cast any false aspersions about yourself. Go back from dinner with pasta all over my face, and I'm like, yeah, rub chocolate on my sweaty body. (laughs) But, well, speaking of feeling a bit icky, though, um, I found these uh, sex tips from Cosmo that involve food, and they are that. Shit's crazy. I mean, no one's, is anyone's turning to Cosmo for sex advice. Well, it get, Cosmo's is like now, like, oh, to spice things up, um, have sex on a preface in the Swiss Alps. Yeah. So, you know, like they don't, they've just run out of things. Like, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Okay, here Light we go. Light yourself on fire in a Mongolian village. <laughs> like, that's like, that's their sex tips now. They've just run it. It's been going on too long. It's absurd. And uh, that will be demonstrated by some of these actual actual pieces of advice for bringing food into the bedroom. I'm excited. <clears throat> Turn a candy necklace into an edible garter. Hate it. Wear it underneath a skirt or dress. Give your guy a sneak peek while you're out. <gasps> Can you imagine the reaction? Just, hey, psst, psst. 
over here. Look, and he's like, what is that? What are, are you, it's candy. It's candy garter. <laughs> no. Then what? have him eat it off you slowly with three O's when you get home. First of all, I hate lollies. First of all, I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got no time for that. Second of all... Uncomfortable. And it'll get all sticky and dusty. It'll pinch your skin together, won't yeah, it? Yeah, it'll, it'll probably stick onto your dress. It'll trap the hairs. That's not sexy at it's all. It's not sexy at all. Less sexy, even, if that's possible, is this one. This is suggests the use of sour belts. You know those little like strips of sugary sour oh, yeah. candy. They're pink usually yeah, little strips. <clears throat> While you're making out, <laughs> this is real. Oh use sour belts to playfully whip each other's butts. No, I'm what? serious. I, I am dead yeah. serious. Because Sarah, this is why spanking releases feel-good endorphins and dopamine, which up the pleasure factor and increase arousal and. Excitement. I'm just trying to picture. So you're making out, right? So picture yeah. the scene. You're yeah. making out. Here we go. Hands in the hair. Yeah. Oh, it's all go. It's getting steamy. And then he goes, "What? What was that? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Because it's too light. Yeah. It's such a weird. It's not your hand. Amount is it? of pressure. Yeah. And you go. Oh, it's just this um sour belt that I put aside earlier, just in case. You just you've got it tucked into your bra. Or yeah. Like, How long have you had that? Oh, four to six hours. <laughs> Oh. Just wanted to do something special and sexy and sugary for you. <laughs> so weird. So weird. In what universe would you be able to keep a straight face doing yeah. that? Here's another one for you. Warm up a chocolate bar in the microwave for 15 seconds. That's oh a handy, yeah. handy amount of time. Stand, this is where it gets really hot. Try to contain yourself. Okay. Stand in the tub without the water on or <laughs> on, top of an, on top of an old sheet. That's what I'm saying, aren't I? I? Get the old sheet at yeah. fucking time. <laughs> get the chocolate sheet out. <laughs> And have him use the bar to draw a trail down your body. Oh Ask him to lick it up without lifting his tongue off of your skin. Otherwise, oh. he doesn't complete the challenge and you pull the lever <laughs> and he goes into the lava. <laughs> the game is over for him. Oh, I hate it all. And the tribe has spoken. You're off the you island. Like, you feel gross and, and then you're like, oh, like I guess I've got to wash this off now. And yeah, it's just, sticky, disgusting. Yeah. And then Not the next hot. day you're finding like chocolate in your vagina. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Do me a, fi- a favour before we move on from this glorious topic. Just read me the last one there. Just read that. Slip a donut. Oh, no. <laughs> it's real. It's seriously real. Slip a donut around his penis and slowly eat it off. I <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Maggie's shaking Producer her head. Maggie is We're violently all shaking her head. not into it. And Krispy Kreme doesn't want that advertising. <laughs> they don't like it either. Which one would you go for even? Like a standard glazed. I mean, you're a f- if you go to a supermarket one, what a waste of money. No one likes the sex act or the donut. Also, splash out on a Krispy Kreme, but then you've got to bloody drive to Southall. And that's a waste of, of a good, a perfectly good donut. Yeah. Also, not to mention a misplaced bite disaster. Exactly. exactly. Dangerous. He's tense, you're tense. <laughs> Everyone's hating it. And it's just going to fall out. And then it's like, and they got sugar all over you. It'll sugar all over the bed sheets. Yeah. Gritty. Horrific. Like sticky on your skin. No, don't Sprinkles like Sprinkles in places there shouldn't be. Don't like it. So there you go, listeners. <laughs> you are welcome. Can we veer off the topic of sexy foods for a second? Please. And let's. <laughs> Definitely. There's something we need to talk about um, when it comes to food and sort of relationships and dating. And that is you went through a weird stage with your sort of recent-ish breakup Mm. where you just like didn't eat for like a long time. The misery diet was in full effect. You would have been getting into none of those sexy foods. You just weren't eating. I just did. It was bizarro. For a woman whose appetite has been at the forefront of my cerebral cortex 
for my entire life, it just went away. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing because for me in the past, if I've ever been sad or stressed, I comfort eat. Yeah. Like I would get myself through a hard morning by daydreaming about my lunch. And you've seen me paralyzed with indecision about what I want to eat because if I get it wrong, I'll be so devastated. Oh, yeah. No, that, and, and we're both of us are really for, usually for lunch at maybe like 10.45. Yeah, it's a, it's a battle until that. But I was forcing cheese scone down your throat. Yeah, and I hated it. It was yeah. the weirdest thing. And yeah, I really like the weight just sort of dropped off. I couldn't eat. I could chain smoke. <laughs> uh, and that was about it. Yeah. And I've never experienced anything like it. And I wanted to know if there really is like any science behind it. Like what is it about that particular type of sadness yeah. that makes you just unable to eat? It's that tightness in the tummy, right? Yeah. And it maybe it's a similar thing as to why I can't eat on dates. I don't know. Is there an anxiety sort of stomach churning thing? Yeah, probably. But I looked into it um, and two stress experts or stress spurts, as I decided to call well them done. at the time. I actually wrote that down I see there. You noted that yes, down. I have noted that yeah. down, that joke that I thought of Underlined three it. hours earlier. Yeah, um, anyway, a couple of uh, people called Dr. Dan Guerrero and Dr. Dana Gionta. Um, <laughs> Necessary for you to do first and last you, uh, names, I think. Well, I just want to, you know, they're, they're reliable sources. Yeah. Um, they said that some people, oh, you know, obviously some people lose weight during stress and others gain weight, but the different types of metabolisms across individuals can. Uh, affect how we process stress psychologically. So in particular, grief and depression can slow down the metabolism of the body. So we require, we literally require less food. So it's not like I was looking at food and going, "Uh, no, not for me, thanks. Your body body had other things to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that stood out to me when she said grief, because I think with a really major traumatic breakup, Mm. that is what it feels like. And I'm not trying to take away from, you know, actually like how horrific it is when someone really does die. No, yes, but don't play it down. I mean, would that have been probably the saddest thing you've ever been through in your life? Up there? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, it was like an earth-shattering thing for me. Yeah. And it was a long-term relationship. It was eight years of my life, and I was 19 when we got together. So, um, you know, I was a little baby back then. And then to suddenly, as an adult, be sort of, you know, starting from scratch, my body and mind and, you know, everything didn't, didn't know what to do. It all had to reset. Yeah, it did, and it took quite a while. Um, I do. You re- do you remember the day I started eating again? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember actually. I remember. I felt hope because you were like, oh, "What do I want for lunch?" And I was like, oh, "Here we go. She's going to want to pick at something, and I'm yeah. going to have to finish it for her." Yeah, and then she's, she's going to want to order. I a... was putting on so much weight out of your misery diet because I was finishing all of your uneaten food. Uh, excuse me, you've been doing that the whole time we've known each other, regardless of my mental state. <laughs> and you said maybe I want a teriyaki chicken donburi from the our local Japanese place with extra mayo. And I was like, "She's going to be alright." <laughs> My girl's back. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been a turning point for me. Yeah. But um it's yeah, it's interesting because those sorts of they also say that those sorts of anxiety levels they affect especially the digestive and cardiovascular systems. So it's I think it's a, a, actually a good thing to keep in mind when you're in the depths of despair like that that your body is really, you know, like it's so easy to be like, oh it was stress that made me skip my period. Oh, it was stress that made me not want to eat lunch. But like your body is really going through it along yeah. with your mind. And I guess it's a reminder not to be too hard on yourself during if that you time. Don't, if you don't shower for four days and you smoke three packets of cigarettes, sometimes that happens. But please don't smoke.
because it's very bad for you. Oh, well, I mean, we at Snack would never encourage smoking. No, but we again, wouldn't. Just, <laughs> just, just be kind to yourself. Yeah, so everybody processes things differently. Yeah, um, exactly. I've, I had like the reverse. Mm, now, this is the other end of the, of the scale, as it were, <laughs> which is <laughs> sometimes... Just as if I haven't made myself sound sexy enough in this podcast already. Don't talk You're about my ex- very sexy lady, Thank Sarah. Thank you. Talk about my extreme weight. Okay, no. All right, piss off. This is not like the biggest loser. Like my extreme, my story, my extreme weight gain. That's a bit of an exaggeration. I um just talking of food and relationships, and I think we've all had this. Well, and I certainly have now, but everyone tells me it's particularly normal that when you get in a long term relationship, you get very comfortable mm. and you tend to sort of stack it on. Yeah. And I really thought that I'd avoided it. Like when Special K and I first got together, I was actually like kind of like losing weight because we were like, like out doing lots of bits and bobs and it was warm and it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to winter last year. And the hibernation began. And I had what I can only describe as reverse body dysmorphia. I have felt this before as well. Like I thought I was fine. And I, I mean, I was great. Of course you were <laughs> yeah. fine. But like you're like looking at yourself like, damn. I was like, I am looking so good. I'm feeling myself. I mean, it was so cold. We were doing nothing but like watching Netflix and ordering a full Indian takeaway on Uber Eats with like double nans mm. every night plus like a block of Whitakers for pudding. 100%. And I just really thought it wasn't touching the sides and my clothes weren't fitting. <laughs> and I was like, we are the dryest cool my this clothes. This dryer, we've got to do away with this one. And I thought the scales are broken. <laughs> I was like, I don't And you've got someone there being like, you look phenomenal. Yeah. You're the sexiest person I've ever seen. So I was like, I am great. And I, I stacked it on. But what did you... Stacked it on. I think that that sounds like the epitome of happiness. I like, was, I was in, I'm phenomenally just, happy. Yes. And you were never overweight. You were never like in any way unhealthy, actually. <laughs> sure, you could have used a few more veggies in your diet. I was shaking the halls of news. No, of course you weren't. And fuck, man, if you're thinking, oh, the scales are broken rather than, (laughs) oh, I've got to lose, you know, 0.5 of a kg by the end of this week, then you're doing it right, I reckon. It was, it was, at some point I was like, all right, (laughs) time for the tables to turn a bit because I kind of had a bit of a wake up call one day. But, but well, I think it depends on the, on the stage of the relationship as well because there is that thing at the start where you're going out all the time because you are you want to go out to restaurants together and have yeah. a nice time and you're sort of eating rich foods a lot and stuff. And then when you settle into domestic life, you you know, you know might find yourself coming up with a meal plan even. I know, well, no, we've never gone that far. Well, I have. But <laughs> and it I, feels very productive. It's a real, like, um, it feels a little bit uh, hard to admit, but mm. I, it's a bit of a love language for me that I... Um, cook for whoever in this case. Why my is that boyfriend. hard to admit? Because it feels a bit like, oh, I'm going to like serve up a nice meal for my man every night. It just feels a little bit domestic, a little bit of a throwback. Yeah, the domestic goddess complex. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know, like a little 1950s housewife. Yeah, it's nice to do that sometimes. But I love to cook and I love to watch <laughs> Kyle eat. Okay, you're a feeder. <laughs> There's YouTube channels for that kind of carry-on, you know. You could make some good cash off that sort of exploit. Oh, my gosh. I you start had, webcamming? There was a moment early oh. on in our relationship. No, not in the weird way. <laughs> but there was a moment early on in our relationship where we went, we went for an Indian takeaway and um, I watched him put the rice and the curry on the naan and make like a really big pile of it and take a massive mouthful. And I was like, that's the man I want to marry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was so sexy. Oh, that's romantic. That'll be in your vows, won't it? You'll be discussing that in your vows? And my fr- our friends are with us, and they're like, Sarah, stop looking at him like that. 
Oh my god, you're drooling. Maybe I am a feeder. Yeah, I think you, well, could be something you guys might like to explore. <laughs> Just putting it out there. No judgment. Not a hint of judgment on this oh, end. Christ. But interestingly, when it comes to the stats, another a study that I read said that they tracked the weights of over 8,000 people, found that on average married women gain almost 11 kgs oh, in the first five Christ years. Christ on a bike. I know. So is that... Stock up is on that, naan bread. Is that in general though, or is that counting the sort of seven they've crash dieted for the wedding? You wow, know? yeah, good, yeah, very good point. That is true. Because there's this weird thing that you have to be, I don't know, emaciated on your wedding day. Right, you have to be, yeah. I mean, and like some women will buy dresses that are too small for them, and be, in order to have to fit into them. Honestly, who's got the? Patience? But hey, hey, don't worry. Men, men gain weight as well. For women, it's more likely to happen within a year. Men within two. So oh. they're just keeping their options open for a yeah. little bit longer, probably. They just like to sort of see where the wind is taking yeah. them. <laughs> just to be sure. Before they commit to yeah. letting themselves go. But it is, it's like it's a, a cohabitational thing that happens. So if one person in a married couple gains a significant amount of weight, their spouse has a 37% higher chance of doing the same. So good for the self-esteem, though, yeah. isn't it? And then you're both fine together, and it's a good way of just entrapment. <laughs> no, well, because I remember, though, in a relationship, like, uh, almost getting defensive when my... My partner would go to the gym and I'd be like literally stuffing a full family size bag of Doritos into my face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not good. You know, I should, you know, because you do, you feel like you're meant to like stay on each other's level. I um, mean, but I accepted my face. Okay, bought point. a six month gym membership and went once. So I feel pretty fine. Yeah. So, but would you have been going, yeah, baby, go to the gym? Or would you have been like, hey, well, let's see what's on TV. <laughs> no rush. You could go tomorrow. Lock the doors. Yeah. <laughs> Lock the doors. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny old thing. Um, food in those scenarios. Um, and yeah, the, the question is, is do, do you gain it all back on when you're happy? Is that what's going on? I think there's a thing where it's like, I think you get into a certain level of like comfort where you're not thinking about, I don't know. For me, food is always good, no matter what. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And also, that you know, that thing that you were mentioning before about um, domestic goddess vibes, on the other end of the spectrum, why is it so hot when men cook? Yeah, that is Let really Let me paint hot. a picture for you. Okay. A man in a commercial kitchen with a chef's jacket on. Right. Maybe the top two buttons are slightly undone because... Am I there after hours? Yes. The what? lights are dim. You've... Uh, well, that seems like some form of security has No, it. the lights above him are on, but the, oh, the, right. the, the restaurant's closing down. The chairs okay. are on top of the tables. God, late then. So yeah, it's late. It's late night. I don't yeah. like eating oh, that late, you though. <laughs> You've already eaten. Stop derailing my sexy story. Well, I've already eaten. Why is he cooking for me? He's not anymore. Oh, He's rude. It's post. He, it's post prep. But I don't know. For the next day. Fuck. You're okay. ruining this. Sorry, 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 Carol. <clears throat> The lights are low. It's still there's still steam rising from the various pots, you know, that have right. been turned off the hob. Top two buttons undone. Um, maybe some flour dusted across from I don't know when he was making intricate French pastries earlier. God, he's making pastries and he's cooking like yes. savoury mains. He does it all. God, it feels like this is a pretty he's unsuccessful got, restaurant if there aren't various your chefs doing jobs. Face. He's got an apron on, but okay. it's only one of those ones that goes around the waist. Right, right, right. You know, with you. He's yeah. got a notebook in the front pocket where he just jots down inspiration for various dishes. <laughs> oh my God. Why, I don't know how this is coming to me so quickly. The pièce de résistance, though. Tea towel over the shoulder. Oh! No, see, that reminds me of burping a baby. No! What about <laughs> Anthony from Queer Eye? That's what he does. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thank you. Now think of it through that lens. Okay. He's got, um, oh no, I was going to say. Is he also homosexual? Well, he could be, whatever. It doesn't. I'm into it. Yeah. And I was going to do like, oh, he's got a cut on his finger, but then that's unhygienic. He'd have a a bright blue plaster on. Yeah, he would, wouldn't he? As we've seen in MasterChef. Yeah. But um, 
I don't know, something sexy happens after that. What, make love on the carrots. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, carrots! Well, here I am trying to get into your fantasy and I get laughed at. That is the last time I ever invite you into one of my fantasies ever again. <laughs> I it's, keep trying to be let out. You always want to be in my fantasies. I my and this is exactly why I don't allow it. Yeah, fair We've enough. We've been over it. Now, I've got to go because I can't deal with you anymore. <laughs> I'm so hungry after this one. I'm actually so hungry. Well, let's go and get some food. Yeah. Let's hey. get steak and seafood. Ooh, surf and turf. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us once again. We'll <laughs> see you next week. We'll see you next time. For episode seven. Come on, let's okay, get out let's of here. Bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. bye, bye. <laughs> that ending was awful. <laughs> You've been listening to The Snack. Go on, give us some love. Subscribe, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your quality podcasts. And if you're hungry for more, visit our show page, newshub.co.nz forward slash podcasts. 